Hey guys, uh, welcome to Grim After Dark. My name is John, and this is your weekly run, a Warhammer rundown where we hit the high points of the last week in the community, talk to the best players and content creators from around the world on the way. Uh, tonight, we welcome the War Mistress Tanya Gates to the show to talk about her painting, her streams, how she got into this awful, deep, all-consuming hobby of ours, uh, and then also the, the fun of moderating some of the largest Twitch streams of Warhammer. Uh, spoilers, it's not that fun. That's okay, though. <laughs> Uh, my co-host tonight, he needs some introduction, as always. He is the terror of the mid-tables. Uh, it's Danny McDivitt. And I'm just going to say that because, Danny, I just noticed I didn't change what I was going to say about you, even though you were still my partner for the Long War Doubles. Danny, how are you doing? John, I'm here. I'm ready to uh, party. You're, 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 your name is Danny, and you're here to party? <laughs> <laughs> my name is That's Danny McDivitt, and I'm here to party. Uh, to better that is another famous 40K No, no. That is trademark Grim After Dark 2022. Okay, got it. Uh, yeah, perfect. Okay, yeah. Uh, Danny, now we know only the mo worst, most self-absorbed people go through the internet comments of their own content. Yep. Uh, so let's do that. Uh, first off, uh, we have Peter Duke Falcon Calissimo, who went mm -hmm. back to the comment section of our pre-LVO hypecast uh, to make sure people knew he made the right call about Siegler. Danny, what are your thoughts about uh, Falcon's... I uh, congratulatingly uh, Matt Pack's going I mean, on here. despite any thoughts I have of insider trading that occurred uh, with <laughs> this a little bit, um, uh, I I do I do appreciate he was right in the end. He did say he was. Yeah, Siegler comes in like from the back with a steel chair, and then uh, yeah, somebody made an art piece about it. Even yeah, luckily, like he tried to go put that bet down in a Vegas casino. Yeah. Uh, and all the casinos were just like, what's a Siegler? Yeah, what are uh, who you are you? Um, please leave, uh, were, were like the main reactions he was getting there. Uh, but yeah, you did call it. So so good job, uh, Falcon, on calling that there. And speaking of Falcon, uh, Dark Shadow Rift jumped in with this comment where he says, now I know why this is the guy whose promo code I used to shave my balls. Best guest you've ever had. <laughs> Danny, what's your takeaway? Uh, on that episode being like oh yeah that makes sense why they would use that guy well first of all thank you for using promo code falcon to save yourself 20 percent on uh, on all manscape products um along with free shipping um but uh it like does Pitbull, make sense worldwide. I mean, that man is a hairy a hairy like the impetus i could see like looking at peter and then being like man i've got to shave my balls that really kind of just works together <laughs> like he's a hairy man so it just fits. It's a good constant reminder. Everyone should have a picture of him uh, in their bathroom as, as a constant reminder of when it's time to groom. <laughs> um, uh, we have a small editorial retraction. Uh, as well, last episode, Danny, I don't know if you realized, we called LVO a young man's game uh, with half of the top eight being kind of fresh-faced, uh, younger folk. Uh, yeah. Alex McDougall himself came and commented, excuse me, doing well at LVO is a young man's game? 34 over here, my guys. Um, so, yeah. Fourth place, Tiernan Tyrant, Alex McDougall pointed out that he came fourth at 34 years young. Uh, well, many might call that the fourth place, the third loser. Yeah, uh, Danny, what's your take on this geriatric dream stealer? Uh, please ignore the fact that you and I finished 335th and 480th, respectively. Correct. Uh, yeah. And we, us at the spry young age of 38, right? Like we're, yeah. we're, uh, we're really out here showing what it's like for the rest of us. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. this, this patriarch... Is, uh, <laughs> I like how it goes. Said, Fair enough. Thirty-four years old, fourth place, thirty-eighth, mid three fifties. 
maybe like 500 something those like four that. years they're, are rough <laughs> they're really rough <laughs> really really rough um guys super personal talk time um grim after dark we feel sort of like fight club uh you don't talk about it and our download numbers really represent that and we thank you uh, for real like representing the first and second rules of grim after dark um it's just between us uh and it became very apparent last week uh that some of you don't believe that when a twitch user on us on the honest war gamers channel tried to tell on us uh by saying that val was throwing shade at the honest war gamer on the flgn show last night which again good job daniel and us branding on the show is that's now multiple times we've been referred to as just one of the flgn shows um oh, that aside yeah. we are yeah. the flgn show there's only oh, one I, apparently that, that, that's fair. <laughs> Just kidding. There's actually a, many quality programs on the FLGN. You guys should check them out um, basically every weeknight. Yeah. Yeah, all the important ones anyway. Uh, that aside, Big Frontline Gaming found out, as we saw there, as they commented by just yelling shade, uh, which I can only assume it was a primal rage-induced scream. And in no way was Val accidentally uh, being logged onto the wrong Twitch account while he was recording uh, the adjacent Correct. show. Uh, Danny, what do you think about the the far and legally questionable overreach of the Frontline Gaming Network online? Um, well, I mean, I think that we need a system of checks and balances, John. And obviously, that's not happening yet. But someone needs to get someone needs to like put Val in check a little bit because I think that there's you know maybe some abuse of power going on here. Yeah, you hate to totally see fair. the corruption. You hate to see. Uh, you yeah, hate to I see know. it. Yep, absolute power corrupts absolutely. It's true. Uh, also, so corrupt. apparently, it makes you look pretty hungry. As this next clip, I, I did watch all of uh, the Jason show on 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 a sport gamer last week. This next uh, bit from Twitch chat here is just this guy trying to send Val food. Uh, wants to DoorDash him a bagel uh, from the other side of the world. Uh, Danny, what do you think it is about tyranny and absolute power? Um, that makes you look hungry all the time. I mean, you're hungry for power. I think it's a direct correlation, right? Can you so, DoorDash power? I mean, I think I mean, that's what we're really Apparently, yeah. It, and it comes in the form of a bagel. So <laughs> It does. <laughs> it does. Uh, Famous the, tyrant's dish, the bagel. <laughs> the, the bagel. Paul Potts' favorite uh, was the uh, sour cream chive. Yep. Um, anyway. He ate a lot of rocks, John. <laughs> We're going to move past this digital underpass that, that Val was living under, getting food. Um, Tower back in made-to-order form with some classic ethereals coming, including this uh, ethereal with shake weights uh, or equalizers. I got to say, I did this really poor Photoshop on this thing really quick. Um, all I saw was shake weights uh, when he was holding that out there. Uh, so he has got real great forearms. Uh, but Danny, did you how you Photoshop this? <laughs> Very little, as you can yeah. probably tell. Don't look too closely. Uh, <laughs> Producer Val, if you could take that off the screen immediately so people can I won't, see where the but, are. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. It was a really poor Photoshop. Uh, Daddy, you're playing a bunch of Tau right now. How yeah. are your experiences with Tau coming along with this new book? Uh, pretty great. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's real good. <laughs> uh, we'll see how that affects the overall health of the game. Um, I'm sure eventually it'll be fine. Fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. I'm excited for Eldari to come and make a Oh, man. Me too. Back. Oh, tell me. About, John, you keep whispering sweet nothings in your ear. I just built Jane's R tonight. I'm, I'm getting ready. Oh, my God. Please don't. I'm so happy you live in a different state from me right now. Let's <laughs> just start with that. Um, would you like, I noticed you've been building a lot of Tau, though. 
yeah even building uh phoenix lords like james are who can't die in one phase anymore um would you like to talk to about this conversion you did which i like to title standing on the shoulders of giants it's true this is my new prediction of the meta uh we'll see if this comes true um this is my Tao uh cold star commander it'll be a custodian statue that he's jumping off of but yeah uh he's ready to party just like when the eldari book comes out are you going to just put like <laughs> Uh, a fire dragon on yeah. top of that pile. I'm just going to actually <laughs> stack Baharoth on top of that. Uh, it'll be perfect. It's just it'll be perfect. Continual dunking on dunking on dunking. Oh, man. Eventually, hey. the model will be about a meter tall. So, um, <laughs> sorry, we have a lot of Canadians on tonight. I feel like I need to use the metric system. Yeah, we're going to switch to the metric for one night. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking <laughs> about uh numbers and figures uh let's delve some into warhammer community from this week price increases are coming uh with some models increasing five to ten percent we're seeing increases in codexes lucky you australia you're only uh spending far too much instead of <laughs> far far too much like still 50 percent anyway it'll be fine no 55 percent. Right? you escaped this round sneaky boys uh Danny, what are your thoughts on sort of the price increases? We have this meme here from Tabletop Inquirer, uh, which is following two years of 7% inflation. GW sticks its hobbyists with a 5% price increase. Uh, again, being awful corporate shills that we are for many different people. Thank you, mm -hmm. many overlords. Uh, what are your uh, opinions on this? Uh, it's fine. I don't know. What, I mean, what? Didn't even give me time to sip my water. I love it. Yeah, no, um, I won't. I can't stop, won't stop. John, I told you. I just, I just want to respond to every single Facebook comment and Reddit comment with the the GIF from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with uh, Mac and Charlie in suits and top hats being like, oh, the poors are crying again. But that just seems like really <laughs> insensitive about it. Did you? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Plastic crack. Uh, it's yeah. an expensive hobby, guys. Uh, and I, I dare you to find a hobby um that is significantly cheaper uh, with a significant time I mean, investment is put in i could name a few like just off the top of my head john i said i dare i didn't want you to actually do okay. it okay really well, did, did you not just bear me point. i'm trying to figure out what you mean by this can you yeah can but you dare out? like the ineffective school oh program. like the listeners oh, yeah. okay i see yeah. okay okay yeah i dare people who can't directly contact me right now to do it because <laughs> uh, that makes it really easy to shill my point in all the way home uh, also, yes, I get it. You own a 3D printer. It's wonderful. That's great. They're a useful tool. Uh, simply replying to any post, haha, 3D printer, go burr. Not clever or original. And in fact, it just makes you look like a You can have a 3D printer. You can print yeah, totally. stuff. Apparently, uh, but just, uh, uh, chat is saying that uh, only we as big time uh games workshop reviewers can afford this price increase <laughs> i was just so gonna say the the price increase you really don't feel it as much when you get free product for a review and we think yeah, that's that's that. fair. <laughs> 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 looks like i have a thesis for my first first world problem essay right here huh um also, also from Warhammer community, uh, range rotation now, not just for hobbits in the Middle Earth, as many Space Marine heroes are being temporarily retired. Uh, Danny, uh, there's a large list of Space Marine heroes here. Some handsome northern gentleman uh, took screenshots and put it all on one PDF so it could be oh, on a single nice. page. Yeah. Um, put them all up there. Uh, any surprises for you in that list there? I know for me, like Artemis was one that was like, huh. Artemis? Yeah, Watch Captain Artemis, the Death Watch guy. Oh, yeah. The back and and the there, Blood yeah. Angels Captain is plastic, too. I thought that was weird. Mm -hmm. 
Um, this, why are we just keep do, why are we doing these flesh terror shoulder pads? Like, why? <laughs> like, why are we doing them? Like, yeah, why are like, we producing them? Have you ever, so first of all, as someone who has built and painted a flesh terrorist army, I have used these pads on numerous occasions. They are tiny, John. They're tiny. They're the tiniest little shoulder pads you've ever seen in your entire life. And so for them to like keep making these is like, I don't know, very strange to me. I, I do want to say, as soon as you said that, I just had the image in, in chat. I can't see what you're saying. Someone's going to pretend that this is what you're saying is a bunch of 3D printers go burr comments just in <laughs> sheer defiance of my ask earlier. Um, but mainly firstborn, obviously no Primaris in there. Those are all really new. Do you think that's by design, Danny? Sorry, what was that? I was re Val's made, made a, an actual good joke, so I was laughing. Um, what, 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 what were you saying? Well, no, no. What was Val's good joke? Let's do this third. Oh, yes. Yeah, so the best way about, to consume content is like, says, uh, they're not made for style. you. He says, they're not made for you, Danny. What is this? A shoulder pad for ants? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. The one yeah. week we wish we had the Servile skull working properly. I know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the one uh, week, the one. Yeah, you know, but this is the first time we've ever had technical problems. Um, hey, we're we're gonna touch on this like a, a little bit here, Danny. Uh, because I, I like to say Gondor Gondor calls for aid by lighting fires on top of mountains. Uh, Games mm -hmm. Workshop's MetaWatch articles performs a similar function, but instead of aid, they get nerds picking their stuff apart like vultures on a corpse. Um, to be fair, uh, they did make one or two minor errors about LVO. Danny, did you uh, get to catch that MetaWatch article at all? I, I did in the aftermath. Um, <laughs> what was uh, your, your opinion on that? Apparently one, one of the discords I am is the Lucas fan club. So um, uh, I got to hear a lot of complaint about him not being mentioned in that article, which is fair. I mean, he did very well. He yep. should have definitely been mentioned, but um, I think again, going back to last time when we were talking about how GW's number one business strategy in practice right now is to belittle and ignore their customers and not promote mm -hmm. the game so no one buys stuff. And this was a really good way to do it. Really? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I mean, it's it feels a little out of touch, right? Like that they would miss people or like not even yep. look at what the Shadow Round was. Yeah, for uh, sure. Well, you know, it's sort true. of late. They've been up a long time. They it's had true. to walk around. They didn't actually make the finals, so who cares, right? They had to guard that Avatar model. They asked one of the guys changing true. the water bottles over, like, hey, who won? Was there orcs? And he goes, I don't know what an orc is. Yeah, what's an orc? Yeah. Um, Only peer-reviewed sources. Well, yeah. What are what are the red circles in this? Are those oh, that, that is that is That is a joke that I, I dropped due to his negativity oh, and man okay. if it's right. a joke i don't find funny and my jokes usually are not funny and that just if gives you, you want, an I insight can... of how bad it is yeah if you want i can explain it to people <laughs> no no it's Would fine <laughs> yeah yeah explaining jokes makes everything all the fun <laughs> anyway <laughs> moving on Hey, let's do this. So last week, Val said I did this in a very poor and and on what was the word uh, he was using there, Danny? Like a uh, unbelievable manner uh, when I was, oh. I was doing this little ad read here. Um, so we're gonna try a little harder here. Here we go. Okay. So we got... <clears throat> yeah, dude, give it your all. Okay. The Frontline this. Gaming Cherokee Open is the next big event and kicks off the 2022 ITC season. The new chapter approved will be in use. 
Cherokee Open takes place in the beautiful Smoky Mountains on the Cherokee Reservation, just a few hours from Hotlanta, Charlotte, uh, Chattanooga, and many other cities. The venue is awesome. It's in a brand new convention center. It has an entertainment center with bowling alleys with and an arcade attached to the resort, a singular <laughs> entertainment center. That's all you need because it's so entertaining. It's got it a is just minutes. down the road from the national park. I don't know which one, but it is the national park. Board games will be available to play for free after the tournaments. Don't you dare try and play those board games during the tournaments. Um, and there is a meet and greet planned for Thursday night at the bar. Oh. Tickets are still on sale for the 40K champs and the long war doubles. Come battle it out for your ITC points and have a fun weekend hanging out with your buddies. Um, also, please make sure you're winning the right way by striking the recelebration pose uh, that we that we have up here. Um, again, one do we do we have that? Perfect. Yeah, we need the the, <laughs> the right fist pumped upwards, the left fist in a threatening manner towards your opponent. This is the only way to maximize your ITC points for the 2022 season. Do you think Siegler after each event he won? Didn't do that pose? No, he wrong. sure did. He sure did. You the only one time he didn't do that? Atlantic City. And he came fourth. Yeah, there you Science. go. Science. What does that tell Amazing. you? Amazing. Oh, man, it tells me I've been talking too long. Danny, why don't you bring our guest in and let us know the the, 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 what, the what up? Okay. Uh, well, tonight, uh, we are pleased to welcome uh, War, Mistress, War Mistress Tanya Gates to the show. Um, Tanya is well known for her, for her, for her 40k content that she does. She's featured in like a million different things. So you've probably seen her around, uh, uh, like either on, on play on tabletop, you've seen her on, on Scary's channel. Like she's got all, she's been, she's been everywhere. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And her hobby streams are legendary. Um, so welcome Tanya. Thanks for coming on tonight. Well, thank you for having me. That's, uh, quite the introduction oh, hopefully i can live up to it jeez it's it's like it's danny's whole thing he builds you up to the point where it's just you know you're like oh god what do i do now and then it just tanks the rest of the interview it's great <laughs> right it's like all downhill from that introduction <laughs> yeah so you are taking like a little bit of a a, a very necessary occasionally like mental health sabbatical so thank you for coming back and talking on the on this ridiculous set in our ridiculous show um I guess starting off, let's let's go all the way kind of back to the beginning. What brought you to Warhammer sort of in general and kind of when abouts were we looking at? I guess you you kind of have to go like all the way back because like my very first memory that I ever have is watching Return of the Jedi with my mom on the couch on like a really crappy like recorded VHS tape. That's how old I am. Um, and on the plus side. That's the good unedited versions where they didn't add a bunch of random stuff for no reason. That's right. That's right. That's the dinosaur versions. So, <laughs> um, so, and then my mother also watched Star Trek, the original series with me as well. So my love of sci-fi started when I was like, just a wee lass. And, um, but I never got exposed to anything Games Workshop until I met my husband back in 2012. And um, he, I think he was painting like Blood Angels or something at the time. And 
we were we had just sort of started dating and I was like, ooh, what's that? And he's like, oh, you know, there's like a strategy and tactics game that goes along with it. And I was like, okay. Um, and I started painting immediately, but this was like the end of seventh edition. So we mm -hmm. played a few floor hammer games and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> seventh of course uh, <laughs> the most balanced edition with zero issues whatsoever right so i i painted a lot and uh after like a few years of that i started a different hobby which is playing a sport and then i did that for five years and then i got hurt and i couldn't do that anymore but i really missed like the tactical plays and everything uh in that sport so i was like yeah you know what i think i'm gonna go back and try wargaming again and played a bunch of age of sigmar and then everybody stopped playing age of sigmar but it was eighth edition so i jumped into uh warhammer 40k and then uh it's just been soul-sucking and life-consuming since then those are the words i used i got yeah. it right it is soul-sucking and life-consuming yeah. Yeah. Um, what was what was your husband's pitch? Because I know Danny. I mean, Danny. I, I think you've tried to get your, your wife to play. For me, like again, it's not a hey, let's play this thing together. It's hey, let me make sure you you consume, consume, yeah. take all of these things. So, what was his pitch? Look at this cool thing I painted. <laughs> it was that simple this whole That's time. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah. That's it. <sighs> Oh my yep. gosh. And so what was your, your first army? Kind of what, what were you drawn to initially? So my very first army that I painted was Chaos Space Marines. Uh, I really thought like, okay, I kind of identify with the bad guys. And this was before I knew anything about the lore and knew that everybody was a bad guy in Warhammer 40k. <laughs> so I was like, Chaos Space Marines, they're the bad guys and they kind of just like do their own thing. So, mm -hmm. um, I painted them. I painted uh, probably about a thousand points of them. And then I was like, oh my God, this trim. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> That's um, yeah. And then after that, I switched to Space Wolves. And that was what I mostly played. And, and I played that in eight, actually, a little bit as well. Okay. And then I, tr um, I transitioned into Imperial Guard, which became like my true love. Um, and right now I am again, transitioning over into custodies and I play orcs, but just sort of for fun on the side. Uh, why yes or no? <laughs> what? When you like, when you play orcs, yeah. there's this general thing, awful people that decide they want to disrupt <laughs> everyone else's tournament experience. You mean wonderful people. By yelling. Whoa. Wow. You already know. No, I, I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to kind of try and direct how I feel about this whole thing or kind of alienate the question at all. But not how do you only, feel about rude people? Not only do you wah really loud because you have to, otherwise it doesn't work. But whenever somebody else was, then you have to walk even louder because if they're louder than you, then they're a better war boss and you can't have that. Danny, uh, are you still on the no whying page? Yeah. Oh. Or are you just like far and away again? Every time I play Seth on Tabletop Simulator, he yells into the microphone really loud. And so I just like mute him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I come back on. I say, is it over yet? Uh, of course, uh, the option that's not available in real life. Um, you said you were super drawn to the guard, uh, Imperial Guard, Astro Militarium, uh, whatever you want to call them there. What was it that drew you to those? Was it kind of more of like a lore thing? Was it like a model range thing? Um, 
it's actually a playstyle thing. So I was playing Space Wolves, very melee heavy, and it just wasn't really vibing with me. Like, you know what? I'm going to go completely opposite. I'm going to go gunline. Uh, so my husband had a few models. We put together a little list, and I was like, I like tanks. This is really cool. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. And then... Yeah, it just it just really vibes with my playstyle. I kind of play defensively and reactively, which I think is, I mean, it's one way that you can play guard, but it just like just really suits my playstyle. Favorite guard unit? Hellhounds. Oh, good choice. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna say zero hesitation right there. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> what is it that makes them uh, your favorite? Uh, they're like a giant gas tank on treads. <laughs> okay, I mean that's the orc player in you coming out again. Uh, but absolutely, uh, that, that's a fantastic reason. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Second, second favorite is Bulgrin. My second favorite unit. So, so we've gotta include so those. What I'm hearing, Tanya, is that your favorite units from Imperial Guard are the most aggressive ones. Do you think so? Do you think Kelhounds are aggressive? I mean, they have to be, don't they, to work? Like, don't they have to kind of shove up to the mid-table? To Waddle. work, though. Well, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about guard units here, yeah, right? Fair. They that's do fair. their best. I know. That's that's all you can ask of any any unit in the Imperial Guard Codex. Is exactly. Yeah. Thematically, exactly. Tanya leaves all of her Hellhounds in her deployment zone as they haven't passed their pre-battle inspections yet. Uh, they didn't So they walk. have to just kind of like hang out there. They didn't walk. Empower those orcs. Uh, holy cow. Um, so those first few floor hammer games you were having... Uh, what are some like really great memories from those? Because floor hammer is like a very unique thing. I don't think a lot of people get the experience of, especially now uh, when you have like tables and all this terrain so readily available. No, yeah, you have all these great tables and mats from Frontline Gaming. Don't use code LVO twenty twenty two exclamation point. Yeah, be sure not to go to the Frontline Gaming website if you are going <laughs> to the Cherokee Open. And pre-order your table for pickup for the low price of one hundred and seventy-five dollars. Yeah, but floor hammer. <laughs> um, I mean, it it was the end of seventh, so um, I I got nothing. I'm sorry. Okay, that's <laughs> fine. I don't have very many pleasant memories of seventh either. No, <laughs> guys, was no. it invisibility? Was that what hurt you guys? Was it invisibility? Or was it the and like 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 free drop pods and stuff? You know, <laughs> you know. warp spiders. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I can keep going if you want. There's lots of things. Oh, it's all so bad. I don't. You know, all you guys are doing is reminding me like I don't like seventh, and then we have like a group locally who's like, "Hey, we should play Heresy again. Let's get some 30k going." I'm like, "That's still using that seventh edition rule set, huh?" And they're like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, that seems awful. It's a toned down invisibility. Did it tone down the rest of the rule set? I don't think so. Sure didn't." Uh, anyway as as you were kind of growing uh and collecting more armies and kind of doing things what made you want to start creating content uh i guess so i i started an instagram account and that was just to document my 
sort of hobby progress. I wanted to see through like a photo diary how my painting was getting better over time. And it sort of quickly became this giant thing um, that I wasn't really prepared for. But I do remember when I was first getting started back in the hobby that there weren't actually that many uh, like lady creators out there. There were a few and actually most of them kind of aren't around anymore. And um, it was a pretty lonely time for me because I couldn't really share a lot of my my work or my love for the hobby online because online spaces were not very friendly for women back then and oh that's why you say I, were like it's a past tense <laughs> well it was worse back then <laughs> sure okay so um and i guess once that instagram account took off i just wanted to be like the friendly woman content creator that i kind of wished existed back then when i was getting started yeah that's a really admirable goal yeah because it is super difficult right because you you, anytime you search like warhammer and danny like i know from like our youtube analytics for for mob rules like like your your viewership and i'm like oh okay that's 100 percent male uh like 35 plus like it's very kind of specific thing so so breaking in like gw did their whole like warhammer is for everyone um, but if you're not kind of seeing yourself represented out there, then that kind of causes a little bit of an issue. Um, mm. What sort of positive feedback were you getting? Because, I mean, we could talk for days about how um, people on the Internet are, are garbage people. They're poo-poo are heads. Garbage people. They are poo-poo heads. Yeah, Tyler doesn't yeah. have to edit that at all. Nope. Uh, we're not going to say shit heads because Tyler where would have to edit shit heads. I don't we'll think say either. poo-poo heads. I think that's fine. I think shit okay. is fine. Oh, well, cats, cats, maybe you have to yeah, that you're one? definitely gonna oh. get it there, buddy. <laughs> Dang it. Um, but what are some like really positive interactions you got? Because I have to imagine, God, I mean, I hope to imagine that there were some really positives out of there. Um, I actually get a lot of messages from dads who say that their daughters are interested in trying the game now because they've seen me on play on tabletop or mini wargaming or a number of other places, or even they've they've heard me on Forge the Narrative and they've started asking their their dad, like, who is that? Um, and I keep I screenshot and keep all of those um those messages that I get. They're very special to me because well, obviously there's a new generation of women coming up who are going to be more empowered in this hobby than I was when I was first starting. And uh, if I can be even just a small part of that, I feel extremely honored. Yeah. Who are some, aside from yourself, that's super obviously. awesome, by the way, like, yeah, I think that's really, really cool. I think yeah, it's pretty uh, cool too. Yeah. As aside from yourself, who are some amazing uh, female content creators who are kind of really furthering that that inclusion and kind of letting people actually know that warhammer's for everyone um i think that katie over at um tabletop tactics i think that she's doing a really great job of just sort of being herself and enjoying the learning process and putting herself out there and she's actually been a really good support network for me this year as well um, and her partner, Maxine, is doing amazing things on Instagram as well to help further uh, women actually playing this game. Um, so those are two uh, people that really, really inspire me. Um, there's a lot of people on Instagram who 
maybe don't branch out so much into actually playing the game. Um, but there there are a couple. So there's K.Legs with two S's. Um, and she goes to a tournament like every other weekend, it seems like, and is really sort of documenting her process in vlogs and stuff. And um, my friend Kaylee, uh, also known as Nurgle Snurgle, she's the same. She's out on the East Coast of Canada. And uh, she's documenting. Sorry, you said Nurgle Snurgle. Nurgle Snurgle. Yeah, that's the name of her YouTube channel as well, Nurgle nice. Snurgle. Yeah, so she's sort of documenting her uh, process as well, and she's part of a group that does live streamed games on Twitch, uh, mm-hmm. and then you can watch them back on YouTube as well. So there are women out there doing content. They just don't seem to have the same kind of platform, I think, that a lot of men do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you see that changing? Because we're seeing kind of like really the growth because like uh, like how you came to sort of my attention in particular was through yeah, like your presence and like an Instagram and Twitter and even through play on tabletop. Um, do you think it's kind of like everyone is kind of gently rising up in this past couple of years? I do think so. And I think that the content, the established content creators in particular in our field tend to sort of raise the women up with them that are obviously like putting in an effort. Um, I think that the rest of the Warhammer community will sort of like sort of come around to this idea of supporting women more as long as these established content creators keep doing the amazing job that they're doing by giving us platform and uh, just allowing us to play games on streams and, and allowing us to play games on battle reports with them and stuff. I think that is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you mentioned before you, you were involved a little with the uh, play on tabletop, mm-hmm. which by the way, JD, I, I love you. I, I miss you. I wish you could have come down to Vegas. Big up. Um, I love you. you I miss him- you too, JT. <laughs> how we did you get involved? We <laughs> all love JT. Yeah. Guys, go back uh, after this episode. Watch our episode with JT. He is just the most amazing human being. And I got to film him. I got to film him in a singlet which was very disturbing. Uh, uh, do you want to know my great JT story? I, I was going to say, I was like, one, Please. like, how did you get involved? But uh, like, screw that. Let's get that away. Okay. Tell me your amazing JT story. Okay. So JT had like a little get together at his house and um, him and Scary were having like the Archon off. Right. <laughs> and like the rest of us are just like out. Cause they're like, like laser focus and really boring so the rest of us are outside drinking (laughs) beer and then when they're done their game uh they both come out and i was like jt can you make my wrestling dreams come true and he's like "Mm." i was like can you just give me like one of those like big wrestling like open hand slaps to the chest and he was like yeah okay sure (laughs) <laughs> so uh so yeah he did it everybody else flinched and i have it on video and it's saved to my memories and i'm never deleting that video ever oh man, I, I would not be brave enough danny would you be brave enough to get a chest drop from uh, jt hell yeah i would yeah <laughs> you treat me right i know we would no the whole I'm point is these hurt thing. and they yeah. look like they hurt i used to play roller derby so it wasn't that bad I've been hit. I've been hit harder by chicks. Did you tell him that? Like immediately yeah, of course afterwards. I did. Was perfect. Love it. I was like, that's nothing like getting a can opener from Born to Hula. <laughs> uh, you say you did roller derby. What was your roller derby name? Uh, my roller derby name was Tannable Lecter, and my number was seventeen oh one, which is the call number of the Enterprise. <laughs> that's yeah. Wow. Uh, guys, if you're listening to the audio of this, I just had a chef's kiss because that is 
that is tenable yeah. actor is just fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um was 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 there kind of a thing when you told other people like in your team your roller derby name they're like, "Oh, that's good." Yeah. Or was it like real hatred that you had such a rad name and they had nothing? Um so <laughs> my my group it was like, well, I don't know, there were some really great names. Like, okay. Yeah. Um I, I feel like everybody was super supportive and they really wanted you to love your derby name. So, yeah, I was one of the few kind of like play on words derby names, though. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a real skill. Uh, but you, like I said, you've been on play on tabletop a bunch. How did that kind of connection go around? Uh, how did you get involved with those people? Um. So actually, my very first tournament that I ever went to um there was a few of the play on guys there so tack was there and space marine steve was there and at that time i had no idea who they were uh my husband had to work the saturday so he came out on the sunday and he was like hey do you know who those people are and i was like huh, no i'm dealing with social anxiety i'm just trying to get through my games <laughs> and um he was like, oh, they're from that that play on tabletop channel. And I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> Sweaty pits, right? And um, <laughs> so then the summer after that, I went to another tournament and JT was there. And I guess maybe like, I, I believe at that time he was still on the same ITC team as Alex McDougal. So maybe that's how we found out who I was. Um, but he saw my army at that point. And then... Um, yeah, asked if I would come in and play a game. I was like, sure. Sick. Sounds fun. Yeah. 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 And how was the filming experience? Because playing on tabletop, they have a very specific and like distinct style in the way they film. Mm -hmm. um, was this sort of like your first film battle report that you had done with those guys? Or so, so how did that differ from like an actual game for you? Um, the length of time. <laughs> <laughs> that it takes to basically you have to do everything twice almost right yep. so a three-hour game in this case i believe it became like eight hours um to film everything so that it's like a marathon like you have to wear good shoes and and make sure that you're drinking water and and just take care of yourself because it's a long day um but in terms of that, I actually did a, a battle report with Space Marine Steve, who um, I also adore very, very much. So it was just us bantering like the entire time. And I wish that they would have made like a blooper reel because we had so many good <laughs> jokes. Um, but unfortunately, there's no blooper reel. So. Oh, yeah. No, that's OK. This show doesn't even have enough good jokes to make like a promo, <laughs> reel, let alone a blooper reel. I mean, it's basically uh, so, been declining in value as soon as we started. Like, it just has been going downhill yeah, the entire yeah. time. No offense. Sorry. No. It went back up again when we when we introduced you. Like, when you yeah. came on after the introduction. Yeah. Then it's up. Yeah. But then it's, like, real yeah. audio slave moments right here. <laughs> uh, which is a reference I will never let a certain uh, Eastern Canadian-based producer live down. Uh, <laughs> Which is also my favorite joke on this entire show, like this entire time. Like I've spent hours, I've spent hours writing for this, like delving for pictures, finding like the greatest guests. And my favorite joke is is Val telling us we're bad and not what he expected. <laughs> so the chat asked when we're going to have a grim after dark battle report, and I, oh. I want to be like, well, we were going to go on play on tabletop, but then that got nixed. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. Before, yeah, before Grim After Dark got started, uh, we were invited to come 
and do a Danny versus John battle report, which mm-hmm. if anyone has followed us for, for a long time, uh, would be the equivalent <laughs> of us showing up, uh, me deploying, lo- realizing I've lost in deployment, and then having to spend seven hours uh, with that knowledge that I would lose. Um, but then this, this small thing called COVID happened uh, in Canada. Uh, very selfishly and rightly shut their borders. Uh, so, yeah, so that fair. got canceled. Yeah, f- completely, completely fairly. Uh, I totally understand, but yeah, that, that kind of went around. Uh, and then again, guys, like uh, Danny was my main opponent uh, throughout all of COVID. I think we only played each other, uh, which meant I went about a year and a half without winning a game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> until, again, I said at the top of the show here, my LVO record, 480th, which, you know, is a round number, uh, but it's not a great one. <laughs> What a great one. Danny, you, you want to add anything in here? I'm just going to be sad for a minute. Uh, you got a lot better as, as COVID went on. I will say that. That was pretty I did. great. I did. Yeah. You did, you uh, did you, good, man. I think you were playing You were playing your heart out. You you really ruined a couple of RTTs after you left uh, by by just beating me into the dirt. For, like, that's a really weird situation, right? And there's both of you guys here. We're like... You spend like a long time and you just get your, your, your butt beat the entire time. You're like, oh man, I really suck at this game. And then you go and play someone else. And you're like, oh, maybe I don't. Um, <laughs> Tanya, Tanya, who is, who's your Danny? Who always beats you? Uh, and then who is maybe your, your other person who you're like, well, I, I feel pretty good now. I beat you. Um, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, originally the person that always, beat me and this sounds awful but it was my husband um and in warhammer and yes in just, warhammer just, just, just to clarify <laughs> good correction <Don. laughs> um but then i was like oh man i'm sick of sucking so bad at this so then i asked alex mcdougall to like show me a few things here and there and uh now my husband and i are like 50 50 so nice. yeah yeah, so that's pretty good. Um, and then Alex McDougal was just the person who would just kick my butt every oh, yeah. single time. But thirty-four-year-old oh, old man of LVO. Oh, who came he's forth. like he's like a year and a week older than me, and every year on my birthday, he's like, "Oh, one foot closer to the grave." You're such an old person. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Alex McDougall, of course, uh, famously relies on statistics and probability and uh, with a longer lifespan, uh, statistically proven. And he's technically correct. The, the best kind of correct, in that one, I would say. Danny, uh-huh. who, who is your, I, I never asked you, who, who is your person? We're going to just completely ignore that. Who is your person <laughs> you always beat and who is the person that always beats you? Oh, man. Um, well, the person I always beat, of course, is John Miller. Um, that man is in my pocket for t- like eternally. Um, uh, that's a local player to Alaska. A lot of people are not going to get that. But that guy, every time, every just, time. Just some background. John, <laughs> great guy. Really yeah. good player. Super good player. He only plays Blood Angels. He's really good at Blood Angels. Uh, Me too. Says, every, time he pl- every time he plays Danny, he will lose regardless like he gets in his own head pre-deployment and then he loses and it's hilarious because danny you graciously rub it in like turn one onwards and let him know i'm gonna beat you no it's before the game starts i'm like look man we're gonna match up round one it's gonna be over so 
Like just, uh, you know, if you want to unpack your army, you can, but you really don't have to just leave it on the board if you want. Um, <laughs> who, who's your struggle bus? Who do you struggle please, against? Please keep in mind that's really out of character for me. I'm normal. I'm not a cocky person, really. Like, like. <laughs> um, and then the person that always gets me, like every time I play Nick Nadavati, I lose. Oh, that's yeah. Thanks for making that real low stakes. The only person who beat you is the owner of the largest professional coaching service, whose well, entire every, team podiums at every yeah, GT. Okay, every time, every time I draw him, like I draw him round to a charity hammer, like in the hardest RGT, like every year. And uh, I always, yeah. So twice in a row now, I, I've lost that game. Um, even when the Falcon favored me to win, which I thought was a really prediction on his part, like very poor planning. Um, Former ITC champion or uh, LVO champion Nick Nanavati uh, versus Danny from Alaska. <laughs> I almost won the first time. I almost won the first time. And I, I only say this out of jest because you're in a, a competitive situation I'll never be in, which is a positive record. <laughs> That's not even true. Stop it. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Tanya, what is so you said Hellhound is your favorite Imperial Guard unit. What is your favorite unit in all of 40k? Yeah. Oh man. I think Telemons are pretty cool. Oh. Ugh. Is it because they skip leg day? It's just like these really super beefy <laughs> dreadnoughts. The little skinny uh, legs. I don't know. Just like punching with strength 16 is pretty cool. <laughs> I'd, I, I can see yeah, you at the table now know. and be like, oh, and I wound, oh, on twos. Twos, oh, go on. Your toughness is eight. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. Oh, crazy. Um, so <laughs> when what made you, you started doing kind of pretty consistent, I'm so recently like the, the, the hobby streams, the painting streams. Mm -hmm. uh, you said your Instagram was a way of kind of just showing your progress and tracking your progress. Mm -hmm. uh, what what brought you to the painting stream and kind of wanting to provide that as, a, as an entertainment service? Um, so I was doing a daily podcast, which is really dumb. Don't That's do insane. That. We can barely do a weekly one. Holy right. Cow. Um, that was that was part of a team, but I was doing that. And then we all sort of had a powwow and we were like, we can't keep doing this. I was like, yeah, yeah, we, can, <laughs> we, we can't keep doing this. Um, and then I was like, yeah, but now I've got all this extra time that I could do other stuff with. And I was like, well, I'm painting, you know, 80 hours a week or whatever anyway. So maybe I could have have some fun and do some some streaming on twitch and uh and yeah that was really fun actually um i was started off doing that two days a week but it was too much because i have all the other things that i do on top of it um so that that became a little bit uh not sustainable either so when i decide to go back from my sabbatical i will still do uh one day a week streaming cool painting yeah. Now, yeah. Tanya, are these are these? Is this painting for yourself, or do you do commissions? Or uh, okay, do you want to paint a two thousand point Tau army for Danny in the next <laughs> week and a half? No, <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, what's well, your? Would... Go, Danny. If go. you have a commission service, I'd want to make sure that we get that mentioned in there or something like that. But if you're just painting your own stuff, that's awesome. I yeah, think that's great. 
Yeah. People ask me all the time and I was like, mm, no. Yep. <laughs> you you can't you can't afford me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's important not to just say no, but to belittle the person That's asking right. at the same time. Right. I I've found right. that myself as well. Mm-hmm. Um, classic what? customer service technique right there. <laughs> classic. It's yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is what's the favorite miniature you've painted? Because I'm assuming it's been like a wide variety of stuff that you've done for your stream. Um, oh man, that's like choosing, uh, uh, I like a lot of different stuff that I do. I, I'm very proud of my Morkanaut and Gorkanaut that I painted. Uh, I painted them to go on play on tabletop because basically they were like, Hey, you want to come to, to play on tabletop? We want you to play your orcs. And I was like, I don't have enough painted. And they're like, eh, you sure? I was like, okay, yeah. I'll just, I'll paint a Morkanaut and a Gorkanaut, because, you know, big models take less time for me, and, and I ended up doing that, plus a bunch of other models in a month, which was, like, amazing for me. I paint really slow normally, so those ones I'm really proud of. Yeah. Amazing. Um, now, pre-show, you, you told us uh, in a previous life, uh, you were a pawnbroker, uh, which <laughs> leads me to believe that you, uh, you, you... Know a good eBay deal when you when you see it for Warhammer. Um, do you kind of? Because <laughs> we did we did pawns on Warhammer all the time. Well, just you know value and kind of what to. you can get away with, uh, <laughs> like the lowest possible price. What's your best uh, Rick from Pawn Stars moment uh, for for buying secondhand Warhammer fun? Nobody's ever bought brought in Warhammer before. Oh, no. All right. So, well, what's your what's your favorite moment from from being a pawnbroker? Like, what's your favorite item that you've purchased for the pawn shop? Um, I purchased a taxidermied hat once. That was pretty. Oh, I cool. thought you were going to say head. Oh my no, god! No, no, it's a it's a hat. Um, okay. That was pretty cool. I really thought that was. It was like a dead coyote that you could like oh. wear on your head. Um, Sick. Like with the tail. Cool. Yeah, and the face and everything. Ooh. Yeah. With the teeth or just the head? No, there's no <laughs> teeth. teeth. No. I don't know. I'm just asking. All right, there was cool. paws, though. That was kind of cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Guys, nice chat. Dish. What we've learned tonight is Danny's an expert in taxidermied hats. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to know I have a whether or not they've got a good actually. deal. <laughs> <laughs> of skinned hats. Classic. Yep. Yeah. Famous Plus skin Danny. hatter. That's something else entirely. (laughs) (laughs) Ask a question. (laughs) That's cool. So, all right. Um, What is the worst thing you've ever, what is the worst thing you've ever had to buy? Like from somebody where you're like, I really don't want to buy this, but like you got the nudge from your boss. They're like, Hey, you should definitely buy this. Nothing. A spa and grim after dark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's okay if that's your answer <laughs> uh yeah no we were we were pretty independent staff members so there okay. would, there wasn't really any moments where my my bosses would ever step in and be like hey you know that's actually pretty good if anything i was the person right like hey you know what that taxidermy hat you could make money on it <laughs> yeah. Did this guy in Idaho. <laughs> they did. They made oh, a lot good. of money on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, as you've become kind of like bigger in the streaming community and kind of being a, a known face, shall we say, which is as comfortable as I get calling things, um, have you noticed like you've started to be recognized more in like the, the real world away from the internets? No. Oh. <laughs> Good answer. Because Good I don't, answer. I live in West Coast Canada and there's like, it's COVID time. There's like nothing going on, right? I, I haven't been to... I haven't been to any real events since I started streaming and stuff. So, no. Well, It'd go, be weird. Chad. It would be weird, I think, to have somebody be like, hey, you're that person. Yeah. Danny, how did you feel uh, when someone came up and took a selfie with you? Uh, that was the moment. That's when I knew I really <laughs> made it. <laughs> That's when you knew. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Danny, what other questions do you have uh, for Tanya the War Mistress while we have her for attention here? Oh, man. I'm sure you have a ton of these, right? But, like, what's your favorite in-game moment that you had, like, with any army that you played in any edition? It doesn't matter. Like, where you just had, like, this Chris, this super solid, like, memory uh, of, like, a time where you had, where you were having, like, a ton of fun, you know, and, like, something really cool happened in the game. Um... There was this one time, actually, on that first play on tabletop battle report where I actually had to charge like a company commander into combat with a bunch of Space Marine characters just to stop them from doing an action. And I just I couldn't believe that I was actually going to do something with this character because they don't they, they don't do anything. But yeah. And I remember thinking, this is the craziest thing, but this is the play. (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay we're we're committing to this this is this is the way yeah awesome did he live no <laughs> <laughs> okay cool oh i love those 50 50 shots that turn into 10 90 shots <laughs> uh the other really cool thing is it's in the vault but i did play a game with mini wargamer dave that came down to one dice roll Oh, it was like it was like an eight inch charge or something that Dave had to make. And if he missed it, then I won. But if he made it, then obviously my stuff would die and he won. So, Uh, of course, those are being corn's number. Exactly. uh, Assuming that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, of course, he made it. But, (laughs) yeah. You know how some battle reports take like eight hours to film, like with play on tabletop, like with that many wargaming. Dave just kept on rerolling that charge till he hit that (laughs) he needed in order to win the (laughs) Don't worry, we're not going to edit this to make you look bad. (laughs) Funny story, my battle reports with Dave also take forever to film, but it's mostly just because we are bantering the entire time when the camera is not rolling. (laughs) (laughs) How many times have you heard the phrase, uh, we have to save this for the camera, could you stop talking please? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not many, actually. They probably should say it more. (laughs) Yeah that's fair Danny what else have you got uh because you asked a far better question than I had the entire episode so far okay uh no I'm good I mean it was really nice to have you on tonight Tanya yeah Tanya thank you thank you so much for coming off your sabbatical talking to us uh, about Warhammer which of course is wonderful hobby you all enjoy uh we got to talk about JT and JT we love you we we all love you here oh (laughs) apart from Val he wanted to be very specific that was that was known there um 
And then, yeah, thank you for coming on. Uh, Tanya, where can people find you uh, uh, so they can kind of follow along, see your progress, all those other fun things? Okay. Um, you can find me on my YouTube channel. Um, I do sort of a, a talk show. Um, I've actually done a couple with Val that are quite interesting. Uh, you can find me on my Twitch channel where I stream on Saturdays uh, painting. And you can find me on Scarry's Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash Scarcast. Uh, Thursdays and Fridays, we also do like a sit down and hobby, and we have really cool guests. Uh, I am a co host of Forge the Narrative podcast. Um, and then I am also the War Mistress everywhere. So that's Facebook, <laughs> Twitch, uh, Instagram is the big one, Twitter, uh, basically everywhere. You can find me yeah. everywhere. And let me tell you, the podcast. That's really that's really great. I need to start listening to that again. Yeah, forge the narrative life. where we yeah. talk about competitive all the time. And let me tell you, it's really <laughs> hard uh, to find one username that goes across all of social media. Uh, mm -hmm. So great job on that. Like that that's the, the most admirable <laughs> thing. Um, guys, Tanya, thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to follow her. Uh, she does some amazing things. Has some amazing paint jobs. And if you haven't seen her and Scary Cast together, it is a, a really fun time. So definitely check those out. Uh, Danny, you and I are going to be back next week uh, with Shocking. more great guests. Yeah. Shockingly. Uh, every Monday, <laughs> we are here uh, as a make you guys feel like a penance uh, for something wrong you've done. You have to watch us, and we appreciate that. And remember, uh, the first rule of Grim After Dark is you don't talk about it. Don't let your friends know the amazing no. hour of fun you can have, 10 p.m. Eastern, every Monday right here on the Frontline Gaming Network. Uh, and then, yeah, for Danny, Tanya, I've been John, and we will see you Monday. <laughs>